Hi, it's Nicole, and today I'll be doing another Bible lesson that will not just blow your mind, but change your soul. So, Father God, I want to thank you, Lord God, for giving me this word. Thank you, Lord God, for giving these people the ears to see, I mean, the eyes to see and the ears to listen, Lord, because this matters, Lord. This matters in your kingdom for them to see, Lord, into what I am speaking and to hear, Lord, what I am speaking, Lord, because it is your will. So, Lord, I ask that everything I speak, they hear and everything I speak, they see in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So I said amen twice because I agree with this lesson as uh, twice. I agree and I agree because this lesson is about when we are mocked. Now, I know some of you are like when we are mocked, well, we aren't being bullied. But it says in God's word that do not be deceived because God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you shall reap, which is 6, 7 of Galatians. Galatians 6, 7. Now, I said that backwards because I give you assignment to look up Galatians 7, 6. God always has a hidden word. And maybe this word of Galatians 7, 6 is going to speak to one of you or two of you or whoever is listening in a special way. So go look that up. Galatians 7, 6. But for this lesson, I'm giving you Galatians 6, 7 that says, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that they shall reap. And I say that because when people mock God's children, whether it's bullying, whether it's treating you wrong, whether it's doing you wrong, whether it's not even showing you kindness or love when they should be are not putting you at where you're supposed to be not doing the right things whether your teacher is being rude a friend at school a group of kids a, a group of business workers your boss anybody that it can be when you mock God's children you mock God but it says in his word that God is not mocked so even though when they try to mock you in any way, shape, or form, know that you are not mocked because God is not mocked. And we are God's children. Whatever God is, we can be because Jesus died on the cross for us. Now, if you listen to my past lesson, I had talked about you knowing that Jesus Christ lives inside of you and that bible verse is that bible verse is during this time you could be looking up Galatians 7, 6. All right. Now, stop right there in the middle of you looking for Galatians 7, 6 in your word. When I was talking about in my last lesson or my last few lessons that Jesus lives inside of us, I stated 2 Corinthians 13, 5 that says, or do you not realize about yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you? And because Jesus Christ is in us, we have a connection with God that whoever mocks us, mocks God. 
twist to that is that God is not mocked. To relate to this, we go to the Bible story of Nehemiah. In the Bible story of Nehemiah, it says the three stooges, Geshem, Sanballat, and Tobiah, try to repeatedly destroy Nehemiah. Four times they attempt to lure him to meet where they wanted to harm him. But look, that is a form of mocking. But did God let it happen? No, it says in God's word that Nehemiah fulfilled what God wanted him to fulfill. That Nehemiah built the city that God wanted him to rebuild. You want to know why? Because like it says, like it says, in Galatians 6, 7, God is not mocked. That is why Geshem, Tambalat, and Tobias' plans did not work. And it's Sambalat. Their plans did not work because Nehemiah was being mocked. And remember what I had said in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, that Jesus lives inside of us. And because of that, we have a connection with God that if we are being mocked, God is being mocked too. But the twist is that if God cannot be mocked, that's why every plan, every evil work, every evil deed, every evil thought, every evil plan and talk through or trying to take out or any way, shape or form of that that was going against Nehemiah's life did not work. Because God is not mocked. God is not deceived. You cannot deceive God. So why should you try to deceive Nehemiah? God cannot be mocked. So Nehemiah cannot be mocked. Now I say that because I want you to put yourself in Nehemiah's place. And say that because God is not mocked, I cannot be mocked. Because God is not deceived, I shall not be deceived. So on the count of three, I want you to repeat this with me. Because God is not mocked, say it. I am not mocked. Because God is not deceived, I am not deceived. And we know this to be true because Jesus lives in us. Jesus Christ is God's son. God didn't let anybody deceive Jesus. Yes, at times Satan tried to come against Jesus. But was Jesus deceived? No, because God is not deceived. Because God is not mocked. Everything God is, we are. Are in a special way. It says in God's word that we are made in his image. We are made in his image. And I give you that as a Bible study. Look up the Bible verse that says we are made in God's image. Look up the Bible verse in Galatians 7, 6. God is not mocked. We are not mocked. And I know at times... We may seem sad or down by what's going on in the world. Maybe we feel that we have no friends. Maybe we feel that things are going bad. Maybe we feel that why is God doing this? Why, 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 why? But the thing is, 
It may feel that you're being mocked. It may feel that you are being deceived. But let me tell you something. You're not deceived. You are not mocked. Because it says in God's word that God's word is the way, the life, and the truth. So whatever is in God's word is truth. And if it says in God's word that God is not deceived, that God cannot be mocked, then you better believe that we cannot be mocked. You cannot be mocked. You cannot be mocked. You cannot be deceived. You cannot be deceived. Yes, I'm talking to you. You cannot be mocked. You cannot be deceived because God is not deceived. Because God is not mocked. And no matter what people in this world try to do, I heard this quote today. I heard this quote today. That says, I am a child of the king who is not moved by the world. For my God is with me and goes before me. I do not fear for I am his. And I say this so strongly because we are God's. We are his. We should not be fearful of what the world does. We should not be moved by what the world does. Because is God moved by what the world does? No, is God moved by how they try to deceive you, by how they try to mock you, by how they try to stop you? It also says in the word that with God for me, who shall be against me? And by that, God is meaning that if I am for you, this is what God's saying to you, you people that are listening. If I am for you, who can stop you? If I am for you, who can mock you? If I am for you, who can deceive you? No one, because God is for you. Now, I want you to repeat this in your head, that God is singing over you every day. God is speaking over you every day, that if I am for you, who can stop you? If I am for you, who can mock you? If I am for you, who can deceive you? And I heard the Lord say this a few days ago. Won't I go fight for my child? Won't I go stand up for my child? That answer is yes. Because he stood up for us when he sent his son Jesus to die on that cross. He stood up for us when he said that I am not deceived nor am I mocked. God stood up for us when he said with him for us who can be against us. God stood up every single time for every single circumstance, every single situation, every single complication. God stood up for you. Because there's a Bible verse for every circumstance, every situation, every confliction, every hindrance or hindrance that is trying to come against you. God has stopped it. It says that God goes before us. And because he goes before us, and I record again that you look up the Bible verse that says God goes before us. That is also your studies for today. God goes before us. Why does he go before us? He goes before us to make a way for us. He goes before us to make a change in us before we even know the change is coming. 
He goes before us to stop the people who are soon to mock you, soon to try to deceive you. He goes before us just so he can make plans to save us, to keep the people who was trying to stop us to not come against us. That is why God goes before us. That is why God is not mocked. Because he goes before us. Before. Before. I want you to repeat that in your head right now. Before. He goes before. He doesn't go in the past. He does not go. He does not go and any any other time. <laughs> in the middle of past and present. He does not go. And any of those time forms, he goes before us. So what you're facing right now, I want you to know that your present was God's before. Before you can get to your present, God was already in his before for you. And by that, I mean the circumstance you are in, the time you are in, the time lapse, whatever you call it, the circumstance, the confusion, confliction, anything that you are against that you are in now, God has already took over the situation. God has already won against your mockers, won against your deceivers, won against all the people who are trying to stop you. Because what does it say in God's word? He goes before us. So know that when you come against any circumstance, any trial, any confliction, confusion, when you come against that time in your life, know that God has already won the situation because he already went before and took care of it. So as you're walking through this trial, like Nehemiah did, as you're walking through this confliction, confusion, circumstance, as you're walking through this, pioneer through this, walk through this, run through this, jog through this, as you're going through this in many ways, shapes, and forms, have going through your mind every second that God has gone before me. So who should be against me? And that is my lesson for today. My lesson for today is, who shall mock God? No one. Because God is not mocked. And because God is not mocked, we ourselves cannot be mocked. Because we are his children. We are his heirs and heiresses. We are his chosen people. And as a closing out Bible verse to remind you of who you are in this circumstance, I want to go to John 15, 16. That says, God did not choose me. But it says, God did not choose me. <laughs> That's so amazing. But I chose you and appointed you to go forth in the land and to bear fruit, fruit that will last so that whatever you may ask, in the son's name, the father will give you. And just an interpretation of that Bible verse is that we did not choose God. He chose us before we could choose him. And I know that might seem complicated, but... God is saying in that Bible verse of John 15, 16, during that time, Jesus is speaking. 
And he's telling his disciples that you did not choose me. But let me tell you something amazing that's going to blow your mind. I chose you, which is why you cannot be mocked, which is why you cannot be deceived. And although it doesn't say that God chose us for those specific reasons. With Jesus, when God speaks, he speaks to give life to every circumstance in life. And when he said that I chose you before you can choose I, before you can choose me. God was saying, I chose you to do amazing, wondrous things before you can even contemplate in your mind that I chose you. So that is my lesson for today. Is God mocked? No. Is God deceived? No. So we are not deceived. So I want to pray out. Father God, thank you for this day. Thank you for giving these people the eyes to see and the ears to hear, Lord. Everything that I have just spoken. Thank you, God, for giving these people understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, Lord, on what I have spoken. Thank you, Lord, for giving them assurance, Lord, that they are not deceived. That in this time, in this circumstance, they are not being mocked because you are not mocked. And although it may seem that way, let them know, Lord God, that because you weren't mocked, you weren't deceived, that everything will be okay. So, Lord, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for watching this. Bye.